And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. This is Shaping Success. As you heard in the opening, and if my voice sounds familiar, it's because I am that voice. I am also Jay Finning, and I am also the guest host for this week. Wes Tankersley is off. He's off moving into his new house and getting his home studio prepared so it can look as fabulous as my studio does right now. A little bit of housekeeping, a couple items. For those of you watching the video, you've noticed that I'm wearing this beautiful Move Forward shirt. I think you've seen Wes wear this as well. For those of you listening through the audio, I just told you what I'm wearing. It's a really cool shirt. It says Move Forward really big on the front. On one sleeve, it has Wes Tankersley's Success Network Warriors, Success Warrior brand. Success Warrior Clothing? No. Success Warrior Colonel? Whatever it is, it's sweet. And on the other shoulder, it's the Shaping Success original logo, the Superman chest. If you guys want to support Wes, get a hold of him. This shirt feels great. It's a next level brand, premium suede, I should know because I'm the one who makes them. Also, if you want to support his show, go to patreon.com forward slash Wes Tankersley. Access to all sorts of things for as little as three, four, whatever dollars a month. So now that we got that out of the way... I wanted to talk to you guys a little bit about time. Time is one of those things that we always try to make more of. You can't create time. One of the things we always say is, well, I'm going to make time for that. But when you really break it down, when you really break it down, you can't create time. You can only move time around. And I never tell people what they can do with their time. I'll never tell you what to do with your time. My wife, for instance, when she's not working, she takes her time and she watches Netflix. That's one of the things she loves to do. I watch some of those shows with her or she watches what I call garbage TV and I find other things to do with my time. If I need to get something done, then something else has to be sacrificed. But there's a lot of time in my day where I'm not constantly busy, busy, busy. And so I need to shuffle those things around so that I'm more productive with my time. So it's important, you know, you can't create time. You can just move time around. One of the things I wanted to talk about, though, is there's two facets of this. And what, what I end up doing usually is throughout the course of my day, throughout the course of my week, I may have something happen. Someone may say something to me. I may overhear something. I may read something on social media. And not the silly, crazy stuff. Usually it's from friends. It's not I don't just pull something off of social media and, and go off on a tangent. But one of the things that I've come up with my own and I'm not, okay, I'm not the originator of this, but you know, it is okay for you to think of things without seeing them somewhere else. But I don't have time for people who don't have time for me. And there's a double sided to that because you can choose to spend time on people who seemingly don't have time for you, but you have to understand that you may not get that back in return. And that's only something that you can figure out within yourself. You know, how valuable is your time? How valuable is your dedication? And if it's not reciprocal, are you going to be okay with that? There's times where I am okay with that, and there's times where I'm very not okay with that. So what does that really mean? What that means is if I'm the one, if you're the one, if we're the ones always reaching out to other people and they never reach out to you, it kind of feels like they don't have time for you. But that's not always the case because I'm one of those people who I don't forget about my friends. And I have very good friends that are just too busy to ever reach out. And it's not going to change the fact that we're good friends. My wife always says, I'm a terrible friend because she doesn't call anybody. But that's not really her core personality because she calls the kids all the time. She calls her family all the time. So she's ne she was raised in an environment where her friends were always secondary and her family was everything. And that's the case with a lot of people. There's nothing wrong with that. 
But that's not the type that I'm thinking of because I will be the one to reach out and say, hey, man, how you doing? Hey, girl, how you doing? It's been a long time. And if they don't call me back, I don't get angry at them because I could. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. If you don't have time for me, I don't have time for you. But we're talking more about people in your network, people that in your professional circle, in your hobby circle, the people who are always coming to you only when they need something, not when they just want to chat, go out and have lunch, have a drink, a, a, a soda, a beer, the people who only come around when they need something. And that means they don't really have time for you unless they need you. So that's where I come up with, I don't have time for people who don't have time for me. Because there's times when you need something, you reach out to them and they give you nothing. I have a good friend of mine. He's still a good friend because I'm used to dealing with people. We used to talk about making shirts and doing all that stuff all the time. And he was part of my core group before I launched one of my brands. And I talk about the struggles. You know, Where do we find t-shirts that are high quality, that feel good, that don't cost an arm and a leg? Who's going to do the prints? Where can I get embroidery? You know, Who has this hooded sweatshirt? Who has that hooded sweatshirt? And then one day he launched his own brand and none of us knew about it. It's just, boom, here it was. I took it personal. And then as I continued to struggle finding materials, this person's just coming up with all this good stuff. And you think there'd be a, hey, I know we've struggled. I know you've struggled finding that this is what I found over here. You might want to try this manufacturer. Here's their contact information. Here's their pricing. You guys make that connection. But those conversations never happen. But it would be instead from that end, hey, man, do you know where I can get this? Hey, can you connect me with this person? I had one of his assistants call me up. Say, hey, Jay, I have a very important interview to do. I have no idea how to interview. Can you walk through this with me? What kind of questions should I ask? What kind of questions should I avoid? And I'm a nice guy, so I spent the time. But that never would have happened the other way around. Make time for people who have time for you. On the other hand, I also test a lot of people. My wife says I'm sick. She says I'm mentally sick. Calls me a sicko. But I test a lot of people. Wes passes all those tests, by the way. Great host of this show. You guys aren't going to have to put up with me every week. But I'll do people's solids with the unrealistic expectation that when it's their turn to extend their hand, they return the favor. Not everybody's built like that. Just like the example I said earlier, when I call people and they don't call me back, that doesn't mean they're doing it for malicious intent. They're just not built that way. And that's part of accepting how this whole time thing works. But I've invited people to very prestigious events. And I kind of go through this thing and it kind of sucks, right? Because there's people in your life well, where you're like, okay, Susie, Debbie, Ryan, and Marcus. Those are my four best friends. I made those names up. I can't invite all four of them. I can only invite one. So then you start going through your head. Okay, who am I closer with? Who can afford it, who is perfect with other people, who's going to appreciate it the most. And it's difficult. It's almost like managerial. You know, you have to go through this whole process of selecting the right person. So when you find those people, because you can't invite everybody, and you bring them to an event with you and expose them to all this stuff, then you have to ask yourself, the next time something happens good on their end, do they reach out to you or do they not reach out to you? If they don't reach out to you, that's not necessarily a strike against you. It's really a strike against them. Got to have time for people to have time for you. And if they don't have time for you, then you shouldn't have time for them. I've had that happen before in the past. And you sit back and you watch it all unfold. You're like, huh, isn't that interesting? Isn't that interesting that I extended the branch to you? I extended 
my arm to you. I extended a vine to you to grab on and come along with me. But yeah, here we are. And not only do you not invite me, you're out there having all the good time. Or you end up going to the event and there they are. Oh, hey, I didn't know you were coming here. I didn't know you were coming there either. But if you don't and you go or you're planning on going, you don't say anything. It's like, hey, uh, you guys going? I'm trying to find people who are going, trying to get a hookup, trying to get in. Make time for people who have time for you. Now we'll talk about another type of time. So I'm what you call a creative. And there's a lot of people like me. Creatives are people that are paid, whether someone else pays them or they pay themselves, to generate content, generate ideas, come up with not only ideas, but step-by-step solutions on how to get to that goal with an ultimate payoff, an ultimate accomplishment. And not everybody's a creative. My wife is not a creative. She likes to read. She likes to watch TV. Me, I have a million things I'm doing at once. Well, it's impossible. You can't do more than one thing at a time. You just can't. I forgot even what it was, but I showed my wife. Oh, I know. I made a profile picture for myself for work one day. I took a giant head because I have a big head. And I ended up putting on a smaller body, but it was still my body. It was just a different photo. And it was a funny picture. She uses it actually as her her caller ID for my photo when I call her. But when I sent it to her, she goes, she laughed and she goes, you have way too much time on your hands. And I told her, I'm not mad at you, but that's kind of a, a trigger for me. She goes, really? Why? I go, because it's not necessarily a compliment. And she goes, oh, surprisingly to me, she's like, oh, I can kind of understand that. I said, yeah. And that's the last time we talked about it. But I jotted it down to talk to you guys about that today. We've all said it. Well, I usually don't say it to anyone because it's a trigger of mine. But most people have said that about somebody somewhere else. And sometimes it's it's not necessarily – if it's someone you know and it's something that's totally crazy, then I get it in jest. But there's people who say it maliciously. I once saw that a guy had built the – what is, is it called? The horseshoe where the Ohio State plays in their stadium. The big horseshoe out of Legos in his basement. <laughs> now, I don't know – I don't think the thing is ever going to get out of his basement. And it's remarkable. I would never do it. But that's a case where people say, that guy has way too much time on his hands. And that takes me back to the very beginning of this. What do you do with the time that you have when you're not doing what your time demands? What does your time demand? Chores. What does your time demand? The jobs. What does your time demand? Cooking and the necessities in life. Taking care of people. Your time does not demand TV. Your time does not demand Putting together Legos in the basement. Your time does not demand drawing on something. Your time does not demand walking, going for a walk in the park. That's your time to do with what you want with it. And so when you tell a creative they have way too much time on their hands, you're not necessarily complimenting the fact that they have created something with their time. Because that's your imagination going. If I didn't have time on my hands, I wouldn't be able to do this podcast for Wes. I wouldn't be able to make these shirts. I wouldn't be able to have multiple YouTube channels. I wouldn't be able to be in a board position. I wouldn't be able to, at a a national club I'm a part of. But that's what I choose to do with the time that I have when I'm not doing things that that force my hand in time. It probably sounds confusing. It's free time. Whatever you choose to do with your free time is what you choose to do with your free time. But the next time you tell someone they have too much time on their hands, think about the process it took for them to produce 
that information to produce that creation. Even if it's something weird like stacking a bunch of toothpicks up, even if it's like something stacking a bunch of cans to make a giant robot out of Budweiser cans, I wouldn't do that. But it took them time and it takes effort and it takes skill. Anytime someone does something that takes skill, you can never tell someone they have too much time on their hands. So think about that. Because what are you doing with your time? When you have that time and everybody has to, I don't care who you are, even with everything that I do, I still have time. And what I choose to do at that time, I'm not always creating. I waste a lot of time. I absolutely waste a lot of time. And I'm busier than most people that I know. Not everybody, but most people that I know, I'm a lot busier than. So then I'm looking back like, what the are you doing with your time? You can do whatever you want with your time. Are you being productive? Are you reading a book? Are you listening to an audio podcast that enhances your day? Are you listening to something that's entertaining to make you laugh, which is fine because it's your time and it breaks up the monotony of your day. Or are you laying on the couch watching, you know, binging eight seasons of whatever show? It's your time. You can do what you want with it, but you're not really doing anything creative. You're not really enhancing yourself. You're not really moving yourself to the next step. Are you going to go to the gym if you have time? Wes gets on all you guys about going to the gym because he works out every day. And I get up in the morning sometimes. I haven't been doing it since I got back from vacation, which I chose to do with my time. I have to be at work every day. I have to be logged into my computer every day at 6.30 in the morning because my client, my employer, is East Coast. So what I started doing is getting up at 4.30, going to the gym from 5 to 6, which I hate. I haven't gone to the gym in years. Like, I hate going to the gym. But I know that in order for me to lose weight, get back in shape, I have to take that time in the morning and transform it from sitting around the house or sleeping in to getting up and going to the gym. I'm not trying to tell you to get off your butt and go to the gym. I'm just giving you an example of what I choose to do at that time. Or I have taken a slice out of the time that I had in the morning, whether it's sleeping time or not, and chosen to do something productive with that time. So with all that being said, hopefully I've done nothing but confuse you with the time that I've had to do this show as the guest host. Make time for people, but understand they may not make the time for you, or don't have time for people who don't have time for you, or do something productive with your time, but never make fun of somebody else for having too much time, especially when they've just created something. So with that being said, that's all the time I have for you guys today. You can follow me, Hard Parking with Jay Finning Podcast. Follow me on YouTube, Hard Parking Media. And until then, I think what's the thing? Until then, I hope you find the shape of your success with whatever time you have to do it. 